0: Before before I uh, get into it, I just had this feeling of Jesus just standing there, saying, "Come to me, come to me." And I had that image of uh, from from uh, uh, Prodigal Son, and I you know in that story when it talks about the son coming, what does the father do? Does the father stand and wait? No, he he opens his arms and he runs. And I just have this sense that today that that's the posture of God towards his people. If you would even look up at him, he would open his arms and run to you. Because that's the kind of God he is. He's a good God. He's a loving father. So this morning as we continue, uh, we just want to be in that posture where we look to him. Where we see our father running towards us. And where encountering him is above everything else. So it's good to be with you today as we focus in on this time of worship, as we focus on this time of communion. The last several weeks, do you know I've I've been your pastor now for one month? Crazy month, let me tell you. And we've been through a lot of change together. And it's been good. And you guys have been gracious and kind. And I'm so thankful. And no matter what we're going through in the midst of all the shifts and changes that life throws at us, when we seek and worship Jesus, he is faithful to show up. Amen? God's love and his presence and his power is with us here today. Over these uh, past few weeks, we've taken a lot of time to learn and to shift and to grow, but today is about just being still. To taking time, to take time, excuse me, to encounter God's presence outside of our busyness, outside of our achievements, and outside of our effort. About a week, week and a half ago, me and Ralph were meeting, and it was one of those meetings where we got in and we realized we both had very little fuel in the tank, um, and we had a lot of stuff to do, and we just didn't have it in us, and so we just sat together praying for a while. And I uh, almost didn't even have the energy, it just felt like prayer was just going to be a lot of work. But as we just sat in God's presence, his refreshing just came upon us in such a beautiful way. It was a good tangible reminder that all the work that him and I had to do, it was good work, but it was God's love and power that needed to be our source. And I just remember that feeling of exiting that time of prayer and and getting so much done and having this impression that it wasn't me doing it anymore, but it was God through me. And that's what can happen when we're at the end of our rope, when we're tired and when we're broken, is that God can come and he can be the one who starts to move through us. And it's no longer just us doing that work, but it's God through us. So in this season, I feel that a few things are becoming more clear for this family. Here they are. The first thing is this. So many things are unclear in our lives. Amen? We're so uh, finite. Often we find ourselves in challenging situations, but God is still with us even when things are tough. And when things are tough, it does not mean that God has left the room. Things can be perfectly tough and God can be perfectly present at the same time. And Rudy touched on that weeks and weeks ago now. But it's absolutely true and we need to remember that. The second thing that is becoming clear is this, that Jesus wants to renew his people. Yes, that's his posture all the time, but there's something specific about right now in this time and place where God wants to renew his people and he wants to be our source and he wants to be our power for the work and the mission that we're called to do. God has work and he has mission for you to do. He's not asking you to do it alone. He's saying, would you allow me to come alongside you and be your source and your power to do what I have called you to do? The third thing is this that Jesus is leading this family into new things. He's up to new stuff, and he wants us to come along as he heals us and as he equips us, individually and corporately. And I want you to know that there, there's a call upon all of you today, that God is calling all of you as individuals into new things. And then, of course, he put that together as family, as God builds his church, And we're called corporately to new things as well. Well, I want to just dig into these things very briefly together. John 16.33 says this, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have... In this world you will have trouble. Everyone's favorite word. Thanks, God, for guaranteeing it. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Maybe some of you today are in trouble. Maybe you've known a season that's been very uncomfortable. I don't want you to forget that in the midst of the discomfort, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the trouble, God has overcome the world through the cross. You can count on it. We can know God's presence and peace even when things are difficult. Nothing that we face in our lives is a surprise to God. It's not like he's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. He sees it, and he has overcome all things. You guys do me a favor? Say all things. All, thing. all things. sounds relatively inclusive, doesn't it? Like nothing's been left out. To the second point, as we've been worshiping together through this discipleship series we've just finished, I've said several times that I've felt God's presence in a specific way, and the word that I've used week over week is renew. An old word is uh, what, what is it? Another R word. Revival. Revival. Renewal. Revival. And we've seen this image over the last few weeks of a desert being formed. A cracked, dry desert being formed and filled with this beautiful, life-giving river and trees growing up around the side. It just being a place of renewal and rest. Both Rudy and Ralph have reminded me that this is actually a picture that exists within scripture. It's found in Ezekiel 47, 1-12. Maybe take a note of that and read it later. But our God is a God who can bring new life from cracked, dry grounds. And Alicia mentioned it. He's also a God who can raise dead armies. Uh, God can bring wholeness out of destruction. He's the only one who can. That's completely unique to Jesus. Normally when stuff is dead, it's dead. Normally when stuff is died, it's died. But Jesus can encounter cracked, dry ground and death and bring it to life. And that is such a beautiful hope that we have. I want to ask you today is Jesus your oasis? Is he your place of renewal and peace? Or is your faith journey often a place of confusion or religious obligation? You don't have to wear it. You don't have to wear it. As family, if we just do it together, it's a privilege. There's no obligation in this. And you can be confused. Confusion isn't wrong. You can have questions. That's not wrong. But God can be present in the midst of it all. Jesus is pure life to the point where he took out and defeated death. If we go to him, and we trust him, we can find life. Not just the world's version of life, but his version of life. True life. To the third point, Isaiah 46, excuse me, Isaiah 43, 16 to 21 says this. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals will honor me and the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland, to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, so that they may proclaim my praise. I think we were doing that this morning, weren't we? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people here proclaiming his praise. It's really good. This is a powerful passage that's actually written to people in captivity, And I just want to say, uh, we're all held in captivity to some degree. In Christ, we have complete freedom, but we wrestle with the things of this world. There's a duality to it. You can be here today, you can believe in Jesus today, and you can be held physically captive by something. Maybe you're spiritually captive, or maybe you've experienced some kind of mental captivity. I also want to speak a scary word, but a real word that affects us all to some degree, and that word is addiction. You know, you can even be addicted to just tuning out, to just not participating or not taking on a problem, just to checking out. Anyone have that addiction? Maybe as we go through difficult thing after difficult thing and wave after wave hits you and you're like, I'm just done. I'm just done. I'm checking out. And you know what? For a moment, that's okay. That can be healthy because God calls us to rest. But when we keep doing it over and over and over and over, and we don't engage, it's an addiction in and of itself. There's a new thing that God wants to do, right? He wants to do it through each one of us. And that work is available through the finished work that Christ has done on the cross. Jesus is calling all of us forward into new things. The cross is a place where we cast off burdens, where we rest in him, where we are refreshed by him, where we receive, receive, not chase, not work for, where we receive his love and his power on his behalf, out of his greatness. He just wants to pour it into us. So as we take a few minutes now to just approach communion, I want you to remember a few things. One, We need to remind ourselves that in Christ, he has overcome everything. And everything is under his authority. The second thing is that things might be hard for you today. But through Christ and God's provision in the cross, we find safety and renewal in him. Like an oasis for our soul. And the third thing is that God is doing a new thing. He wants to include you and he wants to release you from all forms of captivity. As you seek Jesus and submit to Jesus, I believe that he will be faithful to equip you and to care for you. Alicia, would you just make your way back? We're just gonna set up for a time of communion. Uh, Just as we set ourselves up for that, I was just wondering if you guys would just join me in a time of prayer. Also wanna just say that as I pray, just like Alicia's invitation to join in worship, is not just to listen to my prayer, but to bring your own prayer to Jesus as well let's pray together maybe you feel comfortable just opening your hands raising your hands just being, being in a relaxed posture to receive from Jesus this morning Jesus we're so glad to be in your house and we need you Father we need you to come right now we need your presence Jesus in our lives we cannot do this on our own we weren't designed to do this on our own So, God, we just invite you again to this place. We invite you into our hearts and into our lives, into our relationships, into our families. God, prepare our hearts. Jesus, we worship you this morning. We believe in you, Jesus. And we just take a moment to be still and repent before you, God. We're not perfect. God, we struggle. Just take a moment now and recall those things that might be in the way. Know that your Father loves you no matter what it is and release it before Him. Jesus, in this church, in Grand Valley Church, we proclaim that you have all authority. Jesus, we proclaim that you have all authority and that you are here to renew us and to release us and to equip us through the work that you have done Jesus on the cross not what we have done what you have done 1 Corinthians 11:23 to 26 says for i received from the lord what i also passed on to you the lord jesus on the night he was betrayed he took bread And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. If you have the wafer today, I invite you to unwrap that wafer and take it now as family together. God, as we take this bread together, we remember your broken body. Jesus, we remember your broken body on our behalf. Take it whenever you're comfortable. Just whisper a thank you to Jesus on your own for his body. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever you're ready, feel free to take the juice and to take it. God, as we take the juice together, we remember your blood poured out the forgiveness of our sin, to renew relationship between us and you. Church family, whenever we do this, whenever we eat this bread and whenever we drink this cup together, we are proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes again. Now we're just going to take a few minutes together. And I want to invite you into an extended time of worship, of prayer, and renewal. I want you to use this few minutes that we have to bring your worship to Jesus. I want to invite you to talk to God. I want to invite you to receive prayer and to pray for others. Either where you are right now, or if you want prayer, you can come by this table. And we will have elders and pastors to pray with you. If you're here today and you're listening online, you can join us in prayer by posting prayer requests on our Facebook page or by emailing prayer at grandvalleychurch.ca. But I just invite you, put yourself in a posture of rest, of receiving, and if you want ministry, come forward as Alicia leads us this morning.